Get ready, get ready to light it up. All right, let's do that. I want to definitely do that. Let me get out of this. Get out of this. Share the screen. There we go. close man we ain't there yet yeah i'm hitting it now trying to get it over to my page it won't let me do that i'm trying to figure out why
What an awesome day to be alive. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but it's just such a blessing to be on this side uh, when we know we could be someplace else. God is great and greatly to be praised. And as we uh, continue the financial series, I don't know about you, but I've been blessed so, so far with all this knowledge and information that we have received from uh, Mr. Moody. It's just been a blessing. I've said before and I stated, and I wanna state it emphatically, if you were to go to try to contract these services, this information that you're receiving for free, F-R-E-E, it will cost you a lot of money. But we thank God in his infinite wisdom that he poured into our brother to share with the Renaissance Fellowship Church and to social media worldwide. We have visitors that are showing up, that are coming, that are locking in, from all over the world, and we just thank God for that. And I just want to personally thank uh, uh, my brother, Mr. Moody, for his, uh, his willingness and his diligence and his call to service to work with those of us who need the support. And I don't want to prolong this hour, but uh, we're just so privileged to present at this time Mr. Corey D. Moody, Certified Public Accountant, Certified Valuation Analyst. Welcome to the Financial Series, hosted by Corey D. Moody, an internationally known CPA, CVA for over 20 years, and a USA World Champion runner. The Financial Series focuses on Bible-based knowledge about our personal value and financial value from biblical days to present day. Speaking from years of experience in accounting, finance, and wealth management, here's your host, Corey D. Moody. All right. Well, it's nice to be here again. As uh, Brother Cheney said, man, it's just nice to be on this side of the planet. And I, I'm enjoying this, and I, I say it every week because every week the excitement doesn't leave. And I'm just always glad to be able to present. And, and actually, it really talks and ministers to me and you know for that reason it keeps me motivated and i just hope that you're getting the same motivation that i am you know from the series and you know we've really been covering a lot of ground and, and i said last week we're going to kind of slow it down and kind of back up and kind of re you know recap some things and you know we're going to do a little bit of this today you know just kind of you know kind of catch up catch our breath you know, make sure we kind of understand where we are and what's going on. And, you know, one of the main things that, you know, I want to make sure is that we break these strongholds as it relates to finances in our life. You know, a lot of us, you know, you know, are, are under certain covenants that's been broken. And, you know, you know, you, you, we heard that, you know, you know, God said, you know, Solomon, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to get your, your, your children, you know, you know, I'm going to wait till then. And are some of us, you know, are we living under some of those, you know, strongholds, you know, and we can't shake them and we, we, we try to do everything we can to get from under them. And so what I really wanted to spend that, you know, the really first season in is really trying to, you know, break these mental strongholds to get through. You know, we've shown a few forms and, you know, we're going to have more. But the main thing is, you know, mentally, we got to get through this. 
This is a mental grind more than anything. You know, in a lot of sports and athletics and, you know, and playing music and all these things, you know, so much of it is mental. You know, you got to get past the mental barriers. You know, that's why, you know, you, you hear people talking with people in sports, they mean, he choked. Well, what made him, you know, front rim that free throw with no time left? You know, normally he's a 90% shooter. But when the pressure's on, you know, those percentages drop because the mental part kicks in. And we allow our mental capacity to kind of prevent us from moving forward. Yeah, we say we believe and, and, and can do all these things, but it doesn't always happen. So again, I, you know, I want to welcome you to, you know, our financial series. And, you know, this is always, you know, a pleasure to be here with you guys. And I, I just want to just kind of mention that, you know, there's some things you can listen you know, to me on all the social platforms, you know, right now we're live on Facebook, also live on my podcast, Podbeam at CoreyMoody.Podbeam.com. Um, so, and replays are always on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and even on Podbeam. So again, also we want you to start checking in on the Zoom because it's interactive, we do polls, I wanna make sure. So if you look at it right now, you know, if you just copy that link, it's out on Facebook and Instagram, if you copy that link, that link is gonna be good for the rest of the year because we're gonna get heavy into a lot of interactive stuff and we wanna make sure that you get that, okay? And we don't want you to miss it, okay? So again, I wanna thank you, you know, at, Pastor Cheney said, you know, we're in over 22 different countries now. So, you know, we're growing and, you know, people are being impacted. And when people are impacted, you know, it makes us want to keep doing this. And we want to, you know, keep providing a service. And so we want to hear from you. Let us know what's going on, how we can improve it. You know, you know, so just tell us because we want to make this good for everyone. Okay. So, so some of the things that we've kind of talked about, you know, we hit, you know, Leviticus real hard and, you know, it's kind of, you know, one of the things is, you know, we got to be obedient to what God says he wants us to do, you know, to keep his covenant, you know, and that's something we can't, we can't get away from, you know, and, you know, one of the things that I just want to share with you real quick, you know, is, you know, Genesis nine, you know, that God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I will now establish my covenant with you and your descendants after you. So, you know, that's telling me, you know, and telling us that, you know, his covenant goes on forever. Okay. But we have to be obedient. And I want to make sure we, we understand that it's not a get rich quick scheme and we can just do whatever we want. You know, we have to be obedient in this, in this, pro, in this process. And so we kind of spoke to, you know, a little bit, you know, about Solomon and we kind of staying with Solomon in the last couple of episodes. And, and I, we kind of talked about change orders and I kind of want to go back and, and keep the construction theme kind of going. You know, that's kind of really my heavy background is, is construction. And in that construction process, you remember I told you, you know, you know, there's a bid out, you know, RFP comes out, a request for a proposal, and all these contractors come in and they bid. 
and you win the bid. And a lot of times, depending on the, the type of contract or who's letting out that contract, who the owner is, you know, it could be low bid wins. And sometimes it's not the low bid wins, it's the best bid, you know, because they it, it, it's a better package. But let's take it from a low bid that, you know, the low bid's going to win. And you win this contract. And you're the low bid. And it's a $10 million contract. And your bid was $9.8 million. And the next highest, next lowest bid was $11 million. Now, you can be happy and say, man, I won the bid. You know, the next bid is, a, you know, 11.5. The next bid is 11.9. And the next bid is 12 million. And, but you were low at 9.8. And you'll be happy that you won that bid, right? But what happens in real life is, what you think is, the next lowest bid was a million point one next to mine. Now you start thinking, what did I leave on the table? So now you start going back, going through your, your bid process, all your bid documents. What did I leave out? You know, if all these other bids are 11 million, they all in that same range, why am I so low? Did I get everything that I needed to get? Did I follow all my processes? Did I do all the steps? Did I look at the scope of all my subcontractors and make sure nothing was excluded? And you remember we talked about, you know, sometimes you got to read the exclusions that your subcontractor gives you because you don't want to leave money on the table. But so you go ahead, you say, you know what? I think I got this job. I think I'm good. I'm going to go forth with this contract. But you know, this is a, this is an owner. He's hard, he's hard nosed. He's going to make you follow the plans and specifications. You know, it's kind of like you got to follow the decree and the commandments. You got to follow them. So now you start this contract and you just going on and, you know, you kind of realize, oh, oh, I think I left something off. You know, one of the subcontractors gave you a low bid, but he left a big piece out and your estimator missed it. And you're like, uh oh. And it's a $400,000 miss. So your bid really should have been $10,200,000. But you, you, but you missed it. Can't go to the owner and say, owner, I'm, I need a change order. See, change orders, remember we talked about change orders. Change orders only come when the owner executes or starts that process because he wants to make some changes or reward you for doing good you remember what you know remember what happened with abram right so just because you miss something you don't automatically get a change order so what happens you know i gotta finish the job i got a bid buying up if i don't finish this job I'm going to be out of business. So now, you know, the owner, you know, 
he's an old man. You know, he and his wife, they go on vacation. Now the son comes in. You're a young whippersnapper, and you're like, oh, man, now I got to deal with the, with, the, with the son. But the son says, hey, look, I'm going to help you out. I know you missed it with my old man. So let's just say the Old Testament. Because I, you know, I got to talk a little New Testament now because, you know, people get uncomfortable just staying in the Old Testament all the time. Okay. So now the son comes in and says, okay, look, I might be able to help you. I'm going to try to save you. Okay. But some things you got to do. You know, for me to save you, okay? You what? What do you do when, when you know when salvation? I do whatever I can, to, you know, to, to, to get saved, to get you know, to get out of this situation. What I got to do? What I got to do, son? All right, you just got to confess all your mistakes. Okay, let me see what you miss. Confess them all. Let me see them all. Don't hide nothing. Just just tell me everything that you done made. Confess all your sins. I mean, all your mistakes to me. I'm sorry. I'm, and I, I start going the wrong way. We're talking construction. So, so confess all your, let me see all your mistakes that you made. And the son says, okay. All right. I tell you what. You just, this is what I need you to do. You confess out of your mouth. You write this down. You let me see everything. And every week, we're going to have a meeting. We're going to go over the schedule. We're going to go over the budget. Because in order for me to help you, I want to make sure you stay on task. Because, you you know, you did it, but, you know, you didn't even have a good budget and you didn't have a schedule. But the son is saying, look, I'm going to help you. But now you got I want. I need you to do these things. Okay, so follow the budget. We're going to meet every week. And then at the end of every month, I want a monthly report. So I want to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to, that I know you stand in compliance. So he gives you a little change order, you know, to kind of help you out. Not the full 400000 He just gives you a change order for 150000 and says, okay, I want you to do this. You know, he added a couple of things because he had to, you know, make sure that the change order is on the up and up, right? Gonna make sure you gotta do it. So, but now you gotta do your budget. You gotta look at your net worth statement. You gotta look at your debt. You gotta do all these things. So you remember those tools we gave out a few weeks ago? And you want all these changes cause you know, your budget and your money ain't doing good right now. You want to cry, Abba Father, but you don't want to meet every week. You don't want to go over the budget. You don't want to do me, give me a monthly report to really help you out of the situation. You just want to go keep doing the same old stuff. And you want me to give you another 150000 to help you out. But you want to keep doing the same thing. It happens. That's how it really goes down in construction. So you say, you know what? I got it. I'm going to confess. 
Here's a budget. I'm going to do my budget. I'm going to do everything I need to do. So you start doing it. Now, remember, we talked about submittals before. So he says, I want this 12-inch marble tile, model number 550. And so what you got to do, you got you to gotta call the vendor who has that model 550 and submit it to the owner for him to sign off on it. So even though this, the, the, the specification, it has everything you're supposed to do, you still got to submit everything for approval. So what happens, the vendor says, hey, look, I got this other tile. It's a little cheaper. It's the exact same. Actually, it's a stronger density. It's stronger than the other one. It won't crack. Why don't you submit this and see if you can get the owner to sign off on it? And it's going to save you $70,000. So now you get ready to start making up for your losses. But you still got to submit it. You can't just take this substitution and put it into this building and think everything is hunky-dory. Because if you do that without getting approval, that owner can backcharge you, which means, first of all, he can make you take it out. Well, not back. He can make you take out that stuff, then put in the proper one. So not only did you waste a hundred and you know you wasted a hundred and thirty thousand by putting in the wrong one. Now you got to spend another two hundred thousand to put in the right one. So this is a three hundred thousand dollar loss because you didn't follow instructions. And the only thing you had to do was say, "Hey, son." I got a substitution that's even stronger and better, the same look. Here are all the specifications. Will you sign off on this submittal for me? And his son looks at it and gives it to his engineer, and they call the manufacturer and say, hey, thanks, man. This is a better deal. And you said, you know what? Because you take it, I'm going to save you 10000 bucks." So the owner's happy. So now they're going to take that substitution because you just saved them 10 grand. But you saved yourself 70, so you saved yourself $60,000. But what you have to do is to go through the process. You don't try to sneak it in and hope they don't notice it because they see it all, right? <laughs> I'm, you know, the owner. That's what I'm talking about. The owner sees it all. That's what I mean. So the owner sees it all. So you can't have. So you might as well submit it. Get the yes. So the worst thing that can happen is they say no, and you got to do what you got to do anyway. Okay? Same thing happens with the carpet. They want, uh, you know, uh, a four-ply tie, I mean, um, ply on foam, padding and you find this new uh, material that it's stronger gives better it feels better and it saves money so you submit this and the owner says and the son talking about the son right the son says i got you no no problem 
So you just keep going and you just working to find these substitutions that work. You're giving them a better product. You're saving them money and you and you recouping the money you lost because of what you missed. And through all of this, this $10 million process and, and, and submitting everything properly and, 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 and getting it signed off, through, you know, the right way, you end up saving, you know, $900,000. So, and, and you pass 100000 saving to the owner. So instead of the owner paying that $9.8, million he's paying nine seven getting the getting a better project and you who were about to lose four hundred thousand now you gonna make an additional five hundred thousand because you all because you kept working you find a way you found a way to to, 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 to give the owner what they wanted, what they were asking for. And matter of fact, you gave them something even better. And you didn't try to sneak it in or hide it. It was all above board. And everybody walks away happy. You recovered that $400,000 you was about to lose. And the owner's happy because you followed the direction. So when we don't follow the direction, when we're not obedient, we get in trouble. You know, you know, Solomon only asked for wisdom first. That's all he wanted. And remember, God was well pleased with that. But then it changed. You just ask for that contract. Are you going to follow through on this contract? Or are you going to let the owner know, hey, I got a bus. I need some help. What can I do? And maybe the son comes in because the father leaves. He's gone on vacation. He's ready to retire. But he sends the son as his replacement. He says, son... You can take it all from here. I had enough. And I want you to make it a better place, make it bigger and better than what I did. Don't, 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 don't leave my processing systems behind how we built this business. You know, don't leave my, you know, my covenants and my commandments. I mean, my processes and systems back there. Got to keep those going. But I'm allowed you to make some new changes, some additions. But they still support the original covenants and commandments. I mean, the processes and systems. I'm sorry, y'all. My mind starts going all these different places. We're talking construction. So the sun comes in, then he just starts to build this business bigger and better than what his father had started. But he didn't forget all the commandments, I mean, all the processes and systems that his dad started from scratch with. 
because he's second generation now. And remember, these covenants go down generation to generation. And we get to keep those covenants if we do what we're supposed to do, right? We got to obey those covenants. So I, I want to just show uh, this one real quick and, you know, let's see what we got here. You know, as for this temple you are building, man, ain't just funny we talking construction. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose, y'all, I promise. As for this temple you are building, if you follow my decree, observe all my laws and keep all my commandments and obey them, I will fulfill, I will fulfill through you the promise I gave to David, your father. Wow. That's all we got to do is just observe his decrees and his laws and keep his commandments. And, and when the sun comes in, he helps us out. You know, that's, that's pretty good. So as we start going through these forms, what do you want? Are you, are you just waiting for the sun to come in, the New Testament? I mean, I mean, the, 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 new, the sun to come in to take over the business and I have to deal with what the father put in place? Because the son can't override that. Because the dad will come right back and say, what are you doing? You got to keep it. So he comes in and, you know, or we just say, I'm going to deal with the son. He young. I can just slide this stuff in. He ain't going to know no better. I ain't really got to work. I don't, you know, I ain't, you know, I'm slick. They ain't going to figure this out. Is that how we play? Is that what we do? You know? Let me, give, let me give some of these savings back to the owner. Let me pay my tithes. Let me pay my first fruits and offerings. Are we going to cheat the system? We're going to cheat this owner who brought, gave us his son who's saying, you work with my son, he going to help you out. The dad knew. The dad knew I had made a mistake on the bed because he knew what I had left on the table. He said, ain't no way he can do it that cheap. He said, but son, I'm going to go. He didn't say it like that. He just left. He said, son, I'm going to leave you to work with everybody that's coming along who's made these mistakes. I'm going to see how y'all play this out. I'm going to see if this guy's going to come clean and say, hey, look, I made a mistake. Can you help me? and go through the processes, you know, meet every week, meet every month, follow the budget, you know, do the things that they need to do to make sure that the project gets finished. Are we going to cheat? Are we just going to pray and hop right back on the couch and hope, 
God fixes or the son fixes it. I'm just going to tell the son what I need, but I ain't going to do nothing he asking me to do to make it happen. I'm going to treat it just like a slot machine or a genie in a bottle. Son, I'm coming to you. I'm asking for this, son. But I'm going home. I'm going to sit down. Instead of getting up calling vendors, trying to find a suitable replacement, even better, that's going to help both of you. You're just going to keep cheating. Can't keep cheating, people. Can't keep cheating. So, we got to do this. And I just believe that this word that we say we believe in, these 66 books, and each book stands on its own. And I want to challenge you to go back and read First Kings. You know, go back, read Genesis and Exodus. Yes, they kind of cover up, they kind of follow, but read them separately to get the full context. Because when we didn't take stuff out of context, you know, all I gotta do is pray and it'll happen. Yeah, but you gotta read, you gotta exercise your faith. And what's the context? It's not a get rich quick scheme. So I wanna make sure we do our part in this whole thing here. Because it's nothing to play with. So as we go through these forms, look at it from that perspective. That, okay, this is, I got a second chance to fix this loss that I have. You know, I'm about, my budget's off. You know, I, there's never enough money at the end of the month. You know, I ain't paying my tithes. I ain't making offerings. I ain't even listening to the word or reading it. So as we start going on these things, we got to follow the plan from the father because it's still his processes and system. He just sent his son to save us, I mean, to help us. And the son is saying, I'm just asking you to do a few things. Can we do those few things to make this thing work? Really? I mean, it's not rocket science. It's belief, faith, and there's grace there too. But we gotta do our part. We can't be nickel slick. I think we can slide these substitutions in. And the owner won't find out this ain't right. Because the owner would say, rip it all out. We did not approve none of these changes. None of these substitutions. I don't want them. And guess what? They might have taken them if you would have submitted them 
through the proper channels. But we didn't. Now we can't trust you. And we saw what happens when people don't obey God. And we can always say, I'm under grace. New Testament people fell and lost their covenant too. I know we don't want to talk about the things that we had to do. We still got to sacrifice. We may not be sacrificing goats and lambs and children anymore. But can we give our time, our effort? What are we really willing to sacrifice for that covenant to get those promises? Are we playing it like a lottery ticket? Is this a game? Do we really want what was promised to Noah? Is that what we want? So I want to make sure that we get these things because it's not a joke. And I, I just know that in my life and the things that I didn't finish and you know, stuff I should have done better and stuff and what it cost me. It cost me a lot of money. You know, I, maybe, I, I, maybe they don't know. Maybe I can get away with this. And, then, you know, we see people all the time. It looks like they're doing well. And then all of a sudden, something happens. And you can never count nobody else's money what you think they're doing or what they're not doing because you don't know because everybody's contract or covenant's different we may have some same some sections that are exactly the same but the contract's different i'm building a different house than what you're building but guess what i got the same owner and i got the same owner's son but i got a different contract just like the 12 tribes, they had different things to do. Right? So I just want us to really think about this because when we hit these budgets and stuff, it's gonna be real business. Because when you start writing this stuff and it don't and you're not doing it, don't call me and say, I, you know, this this financial series didn't work. All right, you didn't learn nothing if you're not going to follow what needs to happen. And that's just to follow his word. So I'm going to let you go. Thank and you for listening to the financial series hosted by internationally known CPA, CPA and USA champion runner, Corey D. Moody. Don't miss the financial series next week at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for life-changing insight about your personal value and financial value based on biblical principles. On behalf of Corey D. Moody, have a blessed and prosperous week. What a challenging message tonight from uh, Corey D. Moody. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I need you to share the word. If this was 
the $400 million or $600 million lottery, you would be sharing everybody go buy a ticket. Well, this is a lottery within itself. The information that you're getting is legit. The information that you receive is legit. The bottom line is we all need this great information. Thank you so much, Corey, for the challenge tonight as we continue to move forward in our series. We invite you, ladies and gentlemen, to invite others to join us. The series will continue, the financial series. Why? Because I, I deem it very important. We deem it important. We talk about everything else. We talk about health. Why not really talk about the value of money, the value of our life, the value of time, talents, and energy? Why not? So again, thank you, uh, Corey, tonight for what you have done. Again, this is Corey D. Moody, who is a certified public accountant, certified valuation analyst. Also, he has over 30 plus years, almost 40 years experience uh, dealing with uh, some of the most intricate financial and accounting principles and situations you have ever seen or heard from uh, the non-professional to the professional entity. Ladies and gentlemen, again, we thank you for joining us tonight and we look forward for you joining us in the near future next week. God bless you. Thank you.